hit the fucking button. Three, two, one, you're on. Welcome back to Asmodendax Falls of Madness, floor number 468. Nine, it's floor nine. <laughs> At this point, I'm just throwing out numbers because I know that it bothers you. No, I think it's always floor 69, 69. Only because That's I track right. this shit. It is fucking floor nine, part six, I think. Well, it, nice. it, it'll be part six yeah. that goes up, but uh, it, it technically part seven. Yeah, this will be floor nine, part six, um, because I I didn't adjust the count when, we lo when, uh, when I lost that week of audio. True, true. So, <clears throat> you guys, at the behest of one Daryl Dendak, uh, who found himself in a bit of trouble... Uh, have come to limbo, made a deal with a djinn uh, to get a wish from him. Uh, he told you he wanted some things because he can. And you guys have uh, set out. You've, ga you've gathered some things. You've got a plan together. And I believe now is the time you have you've made it to that final staging area to, to go back and say, hey, man, here's our shit. Well, we also did a fucking infomercial. You did. You did an infomercial <laughs> for Goblin Nose Pickers. Etten Nose Pickers. Etten Nose Pickers. Um, yes, I'm sorry. Etten Nose Pickers. That was truly some of the most bonkers roleplay I have ever been party to. Hey, but successful. Come for the dice, stay for the bonkers. That's right. So you guys had made your plan so that you didn't have to deal with the center of this compound. Oh, that's right. Maybe. We circumvented all of that by flying. Yes. You did. You did. Which is hilarious because you guys think that there was something there. I did. Um, no, we just wanted to avoid the possibility that there's something there. That's that's true. That's true. Uh, did you fly over it or did you just super high? Fly, I, super high. I think super high. I think I went giant eagle and yes, we. It was super high and like a very high arc. It yes, was like that's right. Virtually straight up and then over, so that we would be uh, above and out of range. Yes, yes. And you have arrived at the doors to head back into this super cool area where these dinner having the most bizarre dinner party. Yeah, it's kind of a family dinner for people who hate each other. Oh, are they are they also having an infomercial? Sort of. I mean, well, Wait, they, uh, re remind me, uh, I think I inquired last week mm -hmm. about, uh, um, I forget his name, uh, Evan, Efren? no, no, Efren, Efren? Yeah. Uh, what his relationship with his uncle is, whether that they were on good terms. Um, I mean, they're not on bad terms. Okay. This is not a Warren family reunion. It's not a warm or warring? Warren. Oh, my family. Okay, I get you. Okay. Yeah. So 
no younger brother. Everyone's getting along. Okay, cool. Yep. I get you. But, I mean, it's not, for fans of the, the midweek show, it's not a Kreider family reunion either. Okay. Oh, so no Saxon in the back of the pickup? So is That's it more like correct. a Bookman family reunion? Where everybody's just civil and maybe they get along outside of this, maybe they don't. But, yeah, but who the fuck cares because you're just here? There's also every possibility that it will devolve into violence because someone said mm. someone said a wildly inappropriate thing to somebody else. Why do you do possible? that? It's po- it, it would be possible. I mean, because I, know, I am it's... thinking specifically of the Thanksgiving I play by played for you guys. Yes, yes, it, I, probably not going to be that. Okay, but more Just in line with that on... than the other things. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, a realistic version of that. Yeah, okay. people are there. They're they're hanging out. But they're, you know, they're, they're just there. Hey. Uh, they, they well, are all I can much. hope is that those uh, four guys weren't like gin and training. Yeah, yeah. That's, this that's very, all I'm hoping for. This is a group of people who are all Marshawn lynching this shit. Okay. I'm just here so I don't get fined. Well, also, just hand it off to me. Why you throw it? What? <laughs> okay. Yeah, Marshawn Lynch. Okay. Yeah. 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 All right. So you're there. We came. We saw. How you doing? You murdered people. No, we're not. We're not talking. We about defended them. ourselves. That's. We exterminated a giant pest that someone else had some emotional attached to attachment to that's all that's all that worked our way through the dungeon and then murdered the people who took they they were they were upset about yes it's demise and uh self-preservation that's all instead of apologizing or trying to have a rational conversation i said i was sorry they died they took issue with us defending ourselves Uh uh-huh uh-huh Yeah. Yeah. Hi. Arjun. We got your shit. In the door you go. As you look around inside, you kind of get the idea that maybe your arrival was semi-expected. Because there's more gin in here. A lot of people showed up for the finale. Well, I mean, it's more like it looks like all the guys that you saw when you first teleported in here that were outside on that first uh, pathway. Mm -hmm. They've all come inside, you know, with with a curious eye, maybe to see what the the mortals are going to bring. Sure. Um, you walk in. Uh, who's our Who's our mouthpiece here? Um, I mean, it, man. am I doing a perform? Am I putting on another show? 
right um, off the bat. Oh, I, I think we let him let him uh, greet us and and uh, basically ask how we think we did, and we present our stuff. Okay, yeah, I think we're good. Let, 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 I mean, it's his party. Let him let him uh, call the shots. Okay. So you guys walk in. He sees you. Obviously, the door is open. It's all eyes on you. To paraphrase a great rapper, uh, uh, it just as we're walking in, uh, just to help begin to set the stage, um, mm-hmm. I'm gonna fall back on a, a an oldie but a goodie uh, with mm-hmm. the uh, cowbell <clears throat> illusions, and just okay. uh, just a slow tap on the cowbell, just enough to keep its magic active, uh, with the uh, illusory Michael Bay illusions as we walk in. Mm. I would like to Michael uh, Bay explosions. Minor illusion, give him some. Uh, you're wearing like boots or, or sandals or something. Give him some sandal nuts. Yes. Just weird flex, but okay. Yeah. Just just for those those who care to look actually and pay attention. Mr. Belvedere wears Crocs. For what it's worth. They're croc they're croc nuts. Yeah. Absolutely. He wears crocs. Which croc nuts are a real thing. Yes, they They are. are. Yes, they are. Sadly. I cried when I learned that. Okay. Arjun begins to clap, excited. The, the, the fanfare that you have given your own entrance, it pleases him. Um, we're you not, know, it's, it, we're not it's one of those things. Yeah, yeah, you get why you're there. You're there to put on a show. Absolutely. He's stands up from his little dice area and finishes clapping. He says, I'm so glad to see that you've returned. And I'm so glad that you didn't fall for the trap. Um, we are too. Well, I'm sure you are. It, uh, I think the last person that fell down that thing needed um i don't know like a year claw back out of there this is a long trip this was in the center yeah 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 that's you know what <laughs> caution favors the finish line and that's we, right we really wanted to meet, meet the finish line that's right i mean i wouldn't have made it to he does take a year but sure it was going to take you a minute is, you know. So uh, he starts ushering, or gesturing for you to, to come over. He's excited, clearly, to see what you guys have brought him. Uh, now, do each of us have one of these items, and we each are going to, um, in turn, present it? Or uh, I think all of them got put in that bag of holding. Okay, so I will... Uh, I will uh pull them out as we uh basically introduce them okay or as he asks for them 
So he he sits down back on his on his dice and he says, Come, show me how you've solved my puzzle. Show you. Well that's interesting. That's a phrase. Isn't it? It is. Um A, a, a moment, if you would, while I confer. Um, sure. What, what, what's your concern? It's not a concern. Uh, here's the play. Um, it, it, attempting to uh, do some whispering with uh, Lonix and uh, Rob Thomas. Um, uh-huh. Uh, and I will. I'll try and mask it with keep some. Keep it cowbell. smooth. I'll try. I'll try and keep it smooth and mask it. Mask it with some cowbell uh, to try and give myself a little cover so I can have this short conversation uh, that only matters now based off of uh, what dude said. Um, so here's my thoughts on how to play this. Uh, he said to show him how we overcame the obstacles. How about a dramatic retelling with an illusory uh, replay component? Um, I think we can do that. Uh, I'm gonna look to uh, Rob Thomas. Uh, what do you got? Uh, what what do you got handy to to contribute to this? What spells you have, like minor illusion or? Uh, well, uh, I mean, I I can take care of a majority of the illusion if you guys can provide backup. Well, I have minor illusion and I have uh. Prestidigitation. I don't think prestidigitation requires concentration, and I can have three effects up at once. And a minor illusion does require concentration. I'm going to do. So I'm going to do a, a vast majority of the heavy lifting with my bell. Okay. I've, got, I've got mage hand, which does. Let's see. I think it really does anything. I don't have anything too crazy. Okay. Um, I can throw a bardic inspiration on the Jeff. Well, uh, hey, hey, on. just hum a few bars. Hold yeah, what, get it. Give us some backup music. What kind of bard are you? Uh, lore, college, uh, college of what? I thought it was lore, if, but if it's college of lore, save your bardic inspirations to uh, uh, revert, like reverse motivate the crowd. Hmm. Reverse motivate the crowd. I don't, cutting words without being like super insulting. Why would you want to insult the crowd? Uh, because you could manipulate the end result of an opposed role. Hmm. Okay. And okay. well, let let Belvedere explain that to to uh, Rob Thomas. Uh, he's a so bard, he's a bard he can, I'm a bard, he, he, the, he and I are the same type of bard, so this is an easy enough explanation. Like, the yeah. the not inspiring part of the bardic inspiration. Do that if the crowd looks like they're going the other way to, to help swing them back. Okay. okay. I see what you're getting at here. Okay. Maybe use it in so a... They, so they understand, so that's what, that's what Rob Thomas will be looking for, and any... Uh, maybe mage hand presentation of the items as they levitate up. I mean that—that's my. Arden. Do whatever you want. That's my suggestion. 
All right, say it one more time. It is lore. It is okay. So my my suggestion you, you have again, words. do whatever the fuck you want. But uh, if the crowd starts to not go our way, maybe uh, maybe use cutting words in maybe a little bit of a gaslighting fashion. Maybe they don't understand what they're looking at. Maybe they just don't get it. You're a great do this. I can either expand it to you or I can move on. Yeah. So I think we have a plan now. I think so. I believe you do. Okay. Do I need to make a roll to make sure nobody heard this or you just let me have it? No, I'll just let you have it. All right. There's got to there's got to be some way for you guys to have a conversation without you know. Which was why it was like whispers behind a behind the cowbell. Yeah, yeah. Just a real I mean, fucking solid backbeat. Yep, yep. Like for full Christopher Walken. Yeah, I, like I I'm doing I'm doing the I, like I'm doing the bass part of a Tool song. Okay. Just in cowbell. Sure. I mean, the bass parts are the best parts, but that's really neither here nor there. <laughs> that that is a hundred percent true. 100%. So, uh, I will call out his. You asked for blah blah blah, or you asked us to find blah, and present okay. the item. To which you can take over with your basically uh, theatrical uh, retelling of the acquisition. And maybe, uh, maybe Rube could do a little fancy presentation of the object with his mage hand. Absolutely. Okay. All right. All right. So, Arjun. Dear host, you asked us to find the holiest of armor. And on our quest through this realm, we did come across, and I reach into the bag, and I pull out the armor, I present it, and allow it, I'll drop my hand away from it as I feel its weight uh, be taken off of me from uh, Mage Hand. And I'll just kind of present it to him. Okay. Maybe maybe a minor illusion to uh, make it glow a bit. Kind of a eerie, kind of reddish glow. Okay. To, to befit the uh, goddess of wolf. Okay. All right. And if you will, this is how it happened. And uh, cowbell. Uh, illusions. All right, okay. we've got the demon. Uh, I'll give you the bare bones if you need me to flesh it out anymore, or when okay. you want me to make a roll, let me know. Okay. All right. Uh, so because uh, some of this is revisionist history. <laughs> okay. Because history is hey. written, written by the winners, man. Uh, Absolutely. So, I was going there, too. Uh, so <coughs> it'll have the demon. It'll have the uh, 
the drift globe and daylight and the demon hiding and it'll show us checking the various things the stalemate the uh, and the, it, it, but it'll be a much more dramatic stalemate with the demon uh where it's it's like it's got roiling darkness that's sort of combating the daylight uh and it's it's like just this massive back and forth yin and yang kind of com combat but it's not a combat it's more of a test of wills between this demon or this demon armorer and this trio of plucky adventurers and your nephew and the comic relief okay okay so uh make me a performance check i will assist that performance with my allusions to you know okay punch punch up like you know just sparks and 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 harp rolls and you know all the all the kind of stuff to hit whenever he hits a point i am the drum snare you know, guy to all his points, the whole story. Okay. Just to try and give him uh, an advantage to this performance. Okay. If you allow. Sure. All right. So I'm going to roll that dice because it's always good to me, and this one because it's inconsistently amazing. Uh, yep, inconsistently amazing. So it's a one on that dice, which we're not going <laughs> to go with. The one that I declared in, 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 in inconsistently amazing is the one that rolled a one. The other one, though, uh, we got a 16 total. 16 total. Okay. Not terrible, not my best work. So a couple of things as you're going along through this. You notice... Uh, the crowd, as you're describing this and going through it, they're listening. Um, they seem the crowd as a whole seems a little unimpressed. Um, maybe, maybe it's just you know starting up. You know, it's it's first first story beat, so to speak. Maybe. Uh, you you notice. Uh, Arjun is listening, but he's uh, kind of eh. Was this by chance an opposed role of any sort? It was. Um, did he beat mine? He did. Okay. Am I am I allowed he to did. know what he got? Uh, he got a twenty-six. Okay, so silver, so, yeah, silvery barbs ain't gonna do that. Ain't gonna cut it. Did he have oh, advantage? Wait, no. Uh, no, no, he did uh, not. Uh, sure, I will. Uh, I'll burn my reaction to pop a silvery barbs. Okay, so that he can re-roll with disadvantage. Re-roll with disadvantage. Well, I'm okay. sorry, not re-roll with disadvantage. He rolls another twenty and takes the lower of the two between mm. the one that he got. And the new roll. Okay. Okay. Uh, that is a dirty 20. Okay. Uh, it's closer. Okay. 
So just so you're aware, uh, yeah, I, I probably, I forgot that you guys had all the, the reactions and whatnot. Um, you are actually, <clears throat> your role is going to be compared against four roles. Okay. Arjun's role. Efren's role. The crowd's role. And another role. Okay. It's not advantage. The 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 other role. Uh, I'm just letting you know that there there is a fourth thing in play that in opposite. There is a fourth and something in opposition. Yes. Okay. Yes. That you're that you're going to have to win over. That's fine. Um. Efren, you you realize uh, as as he's talking or as you guys were talking, and Arjun seems uh, less less than in excited about everything. Um, you you kind of look around and you're like, "What the hell? I thought this was really good." And you notice that Efren just kind of has this like, uh, "Yeah, sure," kind of look on his face. Like almost a little indifferent to your telling. Can Maychan flick him in the testicle? I mean, you you can certainly do that. <laughs> um, I mean, if you, if you think back to, to what you said, you did make Efren the comic relief. Uh, I did, but I didn't do anything in my presentation to make Efren the comic relief in this. No. And uh, I said Efren was the comic relief. Belvedere did not. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, that was, okay. Okay. That is a, okay. that is a, I, I'm sorry. That is a point of distinction that I should have made. My okay. calling Efren the comic relief was uh, a player snide comment, not a Belvedere snide comment. Gotcha. Belvedere, okay. Belvedere okay. wouldn't do that. So he, he wouldn't want Efren mad at him. So Arjun's role. Would have been an 18 then. So now it's an 18? Yes. Okay. Uh, that still beats me by two. Unless okay. anybody has another reaction that could lower it. I can't lower it unless... Uh... This would be the cutting words portion of our Navy. If you were yeah. to use cutting words, yes. Yeah. You would need to drop two off of this. You roll a d6 and subtract that from it. At our level, it's a right. d8. Well, oh, it's a d8. It might be a d8. I don't know what level bard he is. Um, it's only level three bard, so it's still a d6. It's, yeah, it's just a d6. But still, I mean, that's better than 50% chance. Yep. Um, let's go. No suck. Well, he rolls it. Roll into the thing. Five. So that works. Wow. That works. Okay. I helped. Yes, you did. Absolutely. Yes, you did. Depending on how so, long yeah. this goes, I've got like eight more uses of silvery barbs. So sweet. Uh so I look forward to burning all... burning a fourth level spell slot just to do silvery barbs. 
Okay. With all that said, uh, as as you kind of you know, Arjun starts out a little less than impressed. Uh, the crowd still kind of like eh, whatever. Uh, you know, they're they seem like you know it's probably just you need to warm them up a little bit. Uh, but getting everything cut, uh, by the time you get to the end of, of your first part of the retelling, you have, you have piqued Arjun's interest. You are, you're spinning some good yarn here. That's what we do. Excellent. Uh, basically we just need to know if he, if, uh, no, he he won't tell us if that's right. We have to until present we've all, done the third one. We have right? to do all. So we have to do all three. Right. But so as okay. you as you present this and, and you're talking through it, uh, Arjun does kind of lean forward and uh, he looks at you and he says, "So how did you get the the armor smith to part with his holiest of armor? I mean that. I mean even the even the story you told." That was his most prized possession that he he had ever crafted. Ah, and you well, just convinced uh, him? No. Uh, I my illusion is my illusion has not gone down. My illusion is still up. The light versus yeah. darkness uh back and forth. And okay. uh, I, I think he's alluding to the dragon. Uh I, I know what he's alluding to, and uh okay. I, as I said, I revisionist history, uh, uh -huh. and in in this instance, I will uh, slowly but surely show the daylight overtake his darkness. Uh -huh. uh, there, it was very much a inch by inch by hard fought inch of this very back personal and forth. transaction. <clears throat> You know, two inches. Okay. You know, two pieces, two steps one way, one step back, that kind of thing. Where it's like it starts to move and then it stops and then it starts to go the other direction, and there, there's this heavy back and forth toll of of the light versus the darkness before uh, eventually, uh, in a in a very almost exhausting way, and in this retelling. I will, Belvedere will look just entirely uh, like he's ab about to just pass out on his feet from the exhaustion of this light versus darkness back and forth. Uh, but eventually the light overtakes the darkness. Okay. So just a, a question about how your illusion is functioning in this light versus darkness kind of thing. Are you making this seem like a combat? Uh, it's more of a, uh, more of a test of, making it more of uh, a test of wills. We're okay. Yes. We're, we're okay. convincing him that it's in his best interest to hear us out and make okay. our but it, it, deal. It, it, um, not a combat. And I, in, in, his, uh, in his inquiry about how did we make him part with it? Uh, we managed through a very, uh, tense conversation conversation to connect with him on a very personal level and showed appreciation for his craft okay uh, and his future endeavors okay i i like where this is going 
I want I want to basically allude to the to the to we gave him something that he wanted dearly, but leave out what that thing is. Mm-hmm. We trade we traded. That is an excellent way to phrase it. So uh since since it was Mr. Mr. Ray providing that. Give me a Shit. persuasion check. Persuasion. Hey, I'm good at those. And I, uh, this is this is still essentially like the same role from the last one, yeah? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so eighteen then, for yeah. a total of twenty-two. Yeah, you. Oh, you, okay. You're on your own, Lonix. Yeah. No, that that is that is great. That is that is a really good role. Uh, Arjun is is really excited at this point. Uh, I am going to infer, just personally, not 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 share this with the with uh, the other characters, but just his inquiry and knowledge of what we've given him. I think we're definitely right on this one. Okay. I, I don't think there is a right or wrong. I, I don't know that there's necessary. I, I think the only wrong answer is the one you can't sell. But, well, that would work to our advantage as well. So let's hope that too. Let's say there's no wrong answer, but let's also say there is definitively correct answer. Yeah. Sure. So let's say. Uh, <laughs> Flighting scale difficulty on sell me this pen. Okay. Um, I I look to uh, Belvedere, and uh, should I just give him the pitch? Uh, which pitch? Basically, what we what we told the uh, oh Edmonds. oh oh. Uh no, that's our that's our finish. That needs to be our oh, finish. Let's, let's finish strong. Okay. Uh, so <laughs> what? I mean, you that, asked. that arguably is going to be our strong. Like that's the landing we can stick. Let's. Uh, oh, oh, absolutely. Let's do the yeah. other thing because I I think the okay. other thing is going to be a a bit. Which more... one do you want me to pull out? Which 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 uh option are we going with first we never decided did we wait no we did decide what uh we we did make a decision uh, i i thought we decided on the book the book and basically secrets yeah okay uh you asked us about thieves i personally am not a fan but when putting myself, my persona low enough to imagine myself in that profession, if you will, I would, I struggled to think what would be my best friend being so low. And I do believe, as I reach into the bag, 
think of the book, pull it out. Secret. My best friend would be knowing that no one I met could see how low I had fallen. I present to you. I hold it up and let Rob Thomas carry it away and Belvedere tell the story. All right. So, uh, as the cowbell kicks in, uh, we are, it, it's, it's our quartet, uh, with some degree of trepidation and, uh, and because, because I want to ensure that, uh, Ephraim, uh, Ephraim is actually going to be made to look good in all of these. Um, okay. regardless, it, Friend did help in the combat versus the the rogues, correct? He did. He, uh, he did. He did. And so ultimately, what's going to happen is uh, this illusion <clears throat> playback as it starts. The four of us are are slowly, methodically uh, creeping into that lava filled area, and as we are are uh, are very clearly, you know. Like a like a formation, like a SWAT team, hand signals, like truly working <laughs> from the shadows, darting from one place to the next, illustrating Seal, that we're illustrating Seal team seven. Yeah, illustrating uh, that we're like truly getting into the mindset of the rogue to truly uh, kind of understand, uh, like really amping up that image. Uh, mm -hmm. from nowhere, this enormous spider ambushes us. Uh, and it just, it almost materializes from nothing as opposed to just I kind will, of I running up on us. illusionary, like the, the clickety clickety of yeah. its, of its feet on the, on the stone that, okay. that just echoes through the hall and just kind of like crawls up the back of your neck. And we okay. will, and, and our fight with this, while it is a four on one combat, has all of the emotional resonance of the one-on-one -on -one combat of uh, Bilbo fighting the giant spider in The Hobbit. I think that was Samwise. Uh, I thought Bilbo fought the spider in The Hobbit. Did that? Is that? Am I misremembering? No. Uh, or was that in... Sam Samwise did. fought it in Lord of the Rings. Bilbo was kind of just unconscious. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Frodo was unconscious. There we go. Okay. Yeah, I, I gaslight myself. Uh, I will hold up. I will like open my robe and show the bruise from where the spider kicked me. Hmm. Okay. <clears throat> and I'll motion to the bruise with a flourish uh, as I continue on with my presentation of of our of our life or death struggle with this enormous spider uh and then <laughs> a, as we defeat the spider it just almost melts into nothing not into the body of a person but into nothing uh and then uh with no hesitation then uh as we continue to look around like i i don't even pause for any sort of discussion on that. And as we continue sort of prowling and looking around, um, these four vagabonds descend upon us in a completely unprovoked fashion because I didn't cover how we encountered them on the bridge earlier. Uh, mm -hmm. 
Mm -hmm. on purpose. Again, revisionist history. Uh, and so that is my presentation. We encounter these rogues who descend upon us. And again, we are in this life or death struggle to fight for our lives. And uh, the fight that begins. That is when they choose to take their advantage against us. Yes. Yeah. And uh, as they are ambushing us and we are we are truly fighting for our lives, I want it to look like we are over overpowered and outmanned sort of from the start and and as the as the encounter progresses um we are able through cunning and guile uh to uh overcome okay so uh, i'm gonna need you to make two rolls here okay but first and, uh, to 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 reiterate his point, the rogues die, even though they they have us on the ropes. They die the most horrible deaths. They 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 we humiliate them in the process. Mm, okay, Rube, your mage hand is holding the book aloft. Correct. I would imagine like flipping the pages, showing yeah. the. The foreign language, the the, the secrets okay. that cannot be known. Okay, so you're holding the book aloft. You're you're flipping through the pages. Um, you have a, a great thing going here. Um, I'm gonna need. Uh, I'll let you guys decide. Between Ray and Bookman, since you're you're helping, you're you're working on this illusion together. Uh, one of you needs to roll a performance check. One of you needs to roll a deception check. Um, I am I am trained in deception, and uh. I, I have a plus a, seven. I went to a performing arts school. I think we have it down. I think we know where we're uh, we're going. Uh, I'll go with deception. Yeah, and these are since we're each making rolls, just straight rolls. Then. Yep. Um. Eleven plus seven, so eighteen. Okay. Dylan, get the cutting wires ready. Yeah, I guys. I'm I'm done using that dice for the night. Um, thirteen. Okay, so the lowest I can roll and not have it be a one is a twelve. Okay, so Afrin. <clears throat> seems far more interested in your retelling of this. Almost as if Efren is like wowed and awed by this presentation of having event. no knowing what exactly happened. <laughs> yeah, as if he's like, wow, I forgot it went like that. <laughs> so my deception was successful. <laughs> your deception was incredibly successful. Awesome. The crowd in Arjun are both equally impressed by the way these events are, are being displayed. 
well, at least the, the deceptive parts of it. The crowd are truly drawn in by the performance. Efren is also super drawn in by the performance. Arjun is looking forward and he's enjoying it. Don't get me wrong. But there's a smile on his face. And not a... Not a smile of, like, enjoyment. But almost like a sly smile of, I see what you've done there. <laughs> uh, appreciating our story or... Uh, appreciating I mean, uh, the con. I... Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I mean, player, player me, player me is making decisions for character me that make sense and don't yep. override the logic of what my character would know, even though it's like, like player me is doing all of this because of the, the, the stories of like gin and, and tale telling. Yes. Uh, character me, like, this is just the shit that I do. Yep. The Michael, um, the Michael Bay explosions, uh, that is uh, canon for this character. It is. This This is not the first time we've had Michael Bay explosions by Belvedere. Yeah, as soon as he got that fucking bell, uh, which he's had all along, uh, yeah, I mean, he's, it, it's been ridiculous shit from go, so. Yep. <laughs> So, you get an idea from the smile that maybe, maybe Arjun knows that you're pulling his leg a little bit. Well, we're, we're grasping at straws for an answer to this request. Yes. But you also get the idea that Arjun is really enjoying the performance aspect of this. Well, this seemed equal parts theater and riddle. Yes. Yes. That is a great way to look at it. So uh, you, you could deduce that you are not as right as you were with the armor. But you're, you're, you're getting, you're, get, you're nailing that, that request. We're selling the logic. You're selling it. Yeah, you, you are selling it in a way that feels very in line with what Arjun told you to do. I can live with that. So what do you do now? Now's, uh, now's where we bring it home. How, how do you, uh, I'm going to give, uh, uh, basically a knowing glance to uh, Belvedere and just say uh, big finish. Uh, it's going to surprise you, but yeah, big finish. Okay. Um, Your final request. Wait, Arjun. Hold on. This. Uh, and this, this, I, Belvedere is doing this. Wait. 
and then I'll I'll uh, lean into Lonix. Yes. Get out a short sword and a torch. Oh, it was it was going to be part of the part of the presentation. Absolutely. Perfect. Okay, just making sure. All right. Sorry. Carry on. And I I no cowbell on that. I don't care if they heard. Right. Because if even if they heard, it's not going to make any fucking sense at this point. True story. Uh, Arjun, sir, host, honoree, your last riddle, question, request was for an Etten's nose picker. And I, before I show you what we have brought you, might I show what we sold them and i reach in my backpack and i pull out a torch and with my left hand i pull from my hip a short sword would you care to purchase a fine nose picker like these one really digs in there other one suited for that soft swabbing and you know go through the whole uh kick into the uh infomercial kind of sales pitch mm -hmm. and i go and one uh, this is where i'm looking to belvedere for for his illusionary assist for the the at which point sales pitch the the bursts and the sparks of of uh, the swirls, illusionary nose for honestly, me to swirl the nose. Honestly, things as, in. as soon as you, as soon as you like, look to me, uh, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm sorry, I'm taking it a different direction. Uh, oh, I, I'm immediately gonna go into uh, the retelling of what happened when we encounter the Ettons. Revision, okay. revisionist history does not come into play here because this is going to be a 100% truthful account of exactly how it went down with the Ettons. Okay. There is no deception. There is no lie. There is no trying to sell something that didn't happen because that was fucking magnificent and beautiful. And by, by God, that was a, an impromptu plan that worked fantastically. And that is, actually, that is exactly what's going to be on display. Okay. And as he's telling the story, my hand is in the pouch waiting for the request for the, for the nose picker, for the tusk. Okay. And it is, it's in my fingers. My hand is in the pouch. I'm just waiting for him to reach the climax of his presentation so that I might, with a flourish of like glow and spark and rainbows coming off of it, rainbows littered with boogers the obvious uh, so the, the climax here uh i go through the retelling uh etten big etten big etten grab small etten pin etten to the ground and then i look to uh, pin etten to the ground and present us with uh those tong pliers my head tong plier things and I will, yeah. I will then uh, turn to Lonix and with a flourish of my arm so that he may present the final piece. Uh, it comes out uh, with 
minimal fingers as I can hold it just so the whole item can be seen clearly. Yeah. And then I will drop it in the air above my head as as uh, Rob Thomas's mage hand will will take over. And then my hands kind of like, you know, just like jazz hands kind of thing, just ah, and rainbows of nasty boogers come flying off of it and sparks and and, you know, followed by happy cheers and uh, act now while supplies last. Okay. Okay. So I would like all three of you to individually roll a performance check on this with advantage. With advantage? With Absolutely. Advantage. Absolutely. Uh, what is my performance? Plus four. Well, I've stayed consistent, guys. Well, I got a 14 and a natural 20. Ooh, okay. So that is a 18 or a 24. Okay. Um, I got a 15. That is above the average. Okay. I got I got a 15, but I still got silvery barbs. Nope. Uh, I I can tell you right now at this point, silvery barbs not needed on this. Well, I just because it maybe it was it was fortuitous. But Arjun rolled a two on die. The crowd rolled a two on die. Oh shit. Arjun rolled an eleven on die, which means he would technically succeed without the natural twenty part of it. Um, no, no, he wouldn't. No, he wouldn't. Uh, they are all just... Well, you, we don't even know what Dylan got. Oh, yes. Sorry. Dylan. Okay. With, with, with advantage, sir. Performance. Mm-hmm. Should it be? Uh, 14 was better, so 21. 21. Oh, yeah. You guys have the from your, from we, your we made the sale. <laughs> from from your point of view, looking at the crowd, um, you you have clearly duck the lane. Everyone is just shocked. Number one, that you're holding that tusk. Number two, as you you lay out what happened, they are just absolutely floored at what you're you're showing. It probably helps that the Etten tusk still has some fresh blood on it. Yeah. Uh, and mind you, your neighboring Ettons still residents. No Ettons were harmed, other than the removal of the tooth. Removal of the tooth. No, in 
it. They're not. You're not sure if that was against that guy's will or not. It was definitely not against the will of his party. Yeah, two thirds of them could not have seemed more into it. Right. Right. I thought he was pointing to his two. Well, five, five out of five out of six Ettons agree. Or, I mean, they were all pointing at at a tusk, and and it became clear pretty early on. Uh, that guy <clears throat> failed failed a role and ended up being the chosen one in this situation. Yeah, they got they got an assortment of short swords and torches. They did, they did indeed. Uh, so you guys stick the landing. Everybody, it goes uh, weirdly silent for a few minutes. Wise choice in letting that be I mean, our finale. I mean, I, I thank you. Uh, it, it, was, it was the strongest presentation of the three that we had, I thought. and it, Absolutely. And, I didn't even see it that way. And that... The, the honest presentation of that made the most sense. Because oh, no. Absolutely. You couldn't get but more. But saving it to the end was, was brilliant. You got to finish, I totally you gotta finish strong that. because that, that could help offset potentially an earlier uh an earlier failing so there's this awkward pause oh, where Belvedere, where everyone is like, just if it, if it, if there is like a super long awkward pause belvedere is going to because he cannot stand that is just going to fill the silence with the <clears throat> with the occasional tiny bit of cowbell Okay. Not okay. Not even necessarily to the point that there's like an illusion coming off of it, which is his default state, but just so there is not that silence. Okay. You you start to pick up on the fact that there are, there is some nonverbal communication going on here. Uh, Etten, Etten, secret talkings, gin to gin. Oh, gin to gin. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. There, there's some, there's some secret uh, uh, words being exchanged here. And I, I'm just uh, scanning facial expressions. Yes. Just, just, just watching for, for, like, awes and and. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah, or, you know, just people with displeasure on their face or mm -hmm. doubt. You do notice uh, towards the towards the back, like behind the dice over over where you first encountered uh, the kids. Uh, there is a group of gin who seem a little sour. They don't seem like they're sour at you necessarily. It just seemed like it almost feels like nothing was going to impress them. Well, isn't this also isn't that also the group that was not super pleased about being here anyways? That is correct. Okay. Yeah. They're 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 the hipsters that, you know. Yeah. If it's if it's cool, it can't be like Yeah, those those you're, you're, those are too, those assholes are too cool for school. Yes. 
it, it's pretty clear you you were never you never really had a shot to please them. Well, really, this is um, I'm, I need to please one guy, right? Arjun stands up, looks around at the group, and looks back at you three, and he says, "So I'm assuming." You want to know if you're right. Otherwise, you wouldn't be back here. Yes. He looks, he looks well, at the three items. Hold on. Hold on. It's less about asking if we're right and more about asking if we... Satisfied his inquiry. If we satisfied your inquiry. Good point. Fair point. He looks around at everybody and he just kind of like holds up his hands, kind of uh, gladiator in the, in the middle of the Coliseum kind of way, kind of looks around at his, at his assembled guests and says, were you entertained? And you see, do we still have the tusk? I mean, you is it still is still suspended there? I mean, as he asked that, uh, I would just like to hold it aloft. Okay. You know, just like yeah, yeah. Now, this is ridiculous. Come on. Okay. Uh, the crowd starts kind of nodding and murmuring, and there's there's a there's a mood in the crowd. Oh uh, shit! I'm showboating. Fuck. I would like Ray to make me a performance check. When I um when I see him doing this, uh, uh -huh. can I offer a small kind word of encouragement? Absolutely. You got this, man. <laughs> Is that inspiration? Uh, if he'll allow it. Absolutely. It's a D8. Okay. I, I rolled a 9. So that's a 13. Okay. So add my D8. And I got a 7. So a dirty 20. Dirty Fuck 20. Yes. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> that's some fucking teamwork. So it takes a second. Arjun asks if they've been entertained. And there's there's this like murmuring people are talking back and forth and then one of the jinn nearest to you guys kind of steps forward and kind of separates him from the others that he was kind of standing there with you know enjoying the the festivities and he just starts giving that nice thunderous slow clap and he claps like three or four times on his own, and then someone else. Oh my God! Is this clapping. A, is this an '80s? Are we in an '80s movie? You are in an '80s movie, right? Oh now. my God! I've always wanted to be Every, in one of these. I'm, I'm just gonna bow slightly. Thank you. Kind of just basically now that I've showboated and survived, I'll just try to be humble. Okay. Kind of the same, yeah. So, Arjun walks up to the three of you. 
And he says, well, I guess a deal's a deal. I give you the gold, and I'm going to give you this soul. And there's, there's air quotes in his voice. Uh, and you can do with this what you please. He kind of holds his left hand out and takes a second. And a small cylinder, not, not, it looks small in his hand. In your hand, it's going to look pretty big. That's what uh, I, that's what I say all the time. Yes, yes. Uh, this cylindrical vessel appears. And there's some energy kind of swirling in it. So it's a battery-powered dildo. You've just described a battery-powered dildo. Personal experience? Without, without a shaft? A cylinder emanating well, energy? I'm... I'm sorry. It's a, that's a, that is a battery-powered dildo. It's on. I, I, I'm <laughs> sorry. I said without shaft. I misspoke. Without a head. It's very much uh, like, you know, a water bottle with no lid, but it's sealed. A lid kind of deal. What's that? Like a lid would? Yeah, but like it doesn't protrude. Like it, it looks like more of a. Can. Yeah, yeah, that'll work. Okay. So there's that in the in his other hand. It just starts slowly filling with gold coins. Very slowly, and then they start to fall out of his hand. And you know, is, the, is, the bag, um, is the bag of holding ours to keep? I think, I don't think he wants it. Yeah, I was just gonna. Did you let him know that you found a bag of holding? No. Other than me pulling things out of it. Right, but we could have brought that in. He doesn't right. know we found it. That's true. Okay, well then, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll uh, start catching gold and tossing it in there. Okay. Uh, you you start scooping it up as fast as it's falling out of his hand. You're shoving it as much as you can into this bag of holding. And you get, we'll call it two minutes into this this process of, of i mean because that amount of gold is a lot of gold it's a lot of gold it's a lot of gold uh you 10 coins that, is a 10 coins is a pound something like that uh you quickly get to a point where you can't put any more in the bag of holding is full uh, any chance 50 gold could be, uh, you know, or we could get some platinum. <laughs> Just cut down on the number of coins. We are, can, are you we can, visit, we can visit a money lender later. We can, we can, okay. we can do a currency exchange later. 
uh, there's still coins that need dealt with. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, uh, I guess Jordan. I'll pocket what I can, I guess. Okay. Uh, roll me a percentile. Uh, sure. Let me see if I got... Uh, yep, okay. That's tens, and that's a... I have other pockets as well, so... 20. Okay. 20%. 20%. Okay. Uh, you have found a way to finagle your your belongings in such a way that you are able to get 20% of the remaining coins into your, your person. Okay. So if you think about it from, you know, you guys came here for 60K, uh, 20% is... Not bad. That's this. That's well, twenty percent of the remaining. How many? How did I get thirty thousand into the bag, or did I get? Uh, roll me a percentage. Boy, uh, sixty-one. Sixty-one. So you got thirty-nine percent. That's how much was left. Sixty-one. Okay. Yeah, sixty-one percent. Okay. So did, and he got he got twenty percent of that. Yeah, I, I got twenty percent of that, or twenty percent of the initial total. Twenty percent of that. Actually, you know what? We'll we'll say you got twenty percent of the total. So there's so it's forty one left. Forty one percent of of the gold is left. So if he can get twenty percent of that, and I assume between the three of us, we can get the other. Uh, we can each get twenty percent. That is true. That so I true. think we should be able to haul it all. Okay. Back. It's very heavy. You oh, are not absolutely. Running. You are not running anywhere. Uh-uh. That's just that that option is off the table. Then we will just you're, squat you're, and go in stealth mode. You you are probably going to struggle a little to to move at your normal well, luckily, uh, Efren's just going to teleport us home, isn't he? That is true. That and is can true. he just teleport us right to where we're dropping these coins? So I ain't walking anywhere. That's true. So you, uh, you, the three of you, get the coins. You take the the canister of stuff that's going to supposedly pass as uh one man's soul did we have to collect the soul no you didn't have to collect the soul it was one or the other when when, uh before we leave i would like to uh say to arjun it's been a pleasure um i i have to say uh I'm glad we pleased you, but uh, this was the most pleasing experience. And uh, I hope to be invited to the next event. He lets out a laugh and uh, looks at you and he says, how, how do you deal with uh, the cold? The cold? The cold. Um, I suppose I could deal 
to an extent, to, 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 a, to a reasonable extent. I'll sort of flip out my collar. It's fur-lined. It's real unpleasant in most of the adventures we've been on so far, because I haven't shared that with anybody. Uh, it's insulated. <laughs> okay. That's pretty funny. The, yeah, the, he is sweating balls in this chicken suit pretty much nonstop. Yeah, he's, he's pretty right. How do you smell? Bad. With his nose. With his nose. I, mean, I mean, come on. Yes, yes. <laughs> but on a scale of uh, freshly bathed to uh, corpse fucking death itself, uh, where, do you, where do you fall on the smell? What, a, what about corpse just dating uh, death, not, not necessarily fucking? Okay, let's call it like a four or five, but you need to be close. Okay, okay. Because again, now, because it's insulated, like it's fur lined or whatever on the inside, so that he can right. deal with cold weather. But at the same time, uh, I mean, it's it, it's a closed off sort of a thing. It's it's the like inside that suit right. is not hospitable to. Like if you were to take the, if you were to take the chicken suit off, uh, it might make you gag. Okay, okay, so. You guys... And then there's a smell. There is that as well, yeah. <laughs> you get the gold, you get the the almost phylactery level of soul, and Efren looks at you guys and says, well, I mean, if you want, I can, I can send you back to Daryl. Or send you back somewhere else in the dungeon. Or, I mean, if you're if you want to, you can try and handle that yourself. When did Daryl um, just buy? Uh, there, there was a deadline. You you figure you have a day and a half. Okay, but what happens after the deadline? Uh, he didn't really say, except that there would be. Uh, uh, bad things that happened through the dungeon. Well, I, th I think we can go right to Daryl and basically drop this burden on him. Yeah, and be done with this job. Yeah, yeah. what I'm saying is he could just teleport us somewhere else for a couple of days and fuck him. Fuck Daryl? Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. an option, but... Uh... Do you really want to find out what new management is like? No. Well, I mean, not until the other storylines get stale, but... <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, hey, it, hey. <laughs> Daryl alluded to the fact that uh, this fuck-up could lead to, to sweeping changes at the dungeon. Oh. ink is... Uh... An eleven on the unhappy meter. I mean, we're still going to try and trick him, so that you are. That's much different than just straight up leaving. But okay, I'm just saying, if we straight up leave, there's no chance of failure. <laughs> if we show up with pockets full of gold, barely able to walk, there is chance of failure. 
with a a cylinder that is supposed to be a soul. Right. I've I, I've I'm not remembering what the significance of that is. Of the soul we released your soul yeah. two levels ago. Uh, yeah, the heist. Yeah. This whole this whole thing coming to Arjun to get the wish was to fix the books for the fact that one of the most prized possessions in Fodderink's mind is gone. That's that soul? The vault yes. got robbed, yeah. Oh, okay. So he's... Yes. So does he need the money if he gets the soul? Uh, no. It was one or the other. He, he wanted the money because he didn't think he could get the soul. Okay. And in Pottering just, just happened we got both. Pottering basically said uh either Learned get that. it get it back or pay for the the cost of it being gone. Well, I say Efren send us to our quarters and we'll dump off the gold and we'll shit we'll take the soul to Daryl and see if we can't keep the gold ourselves. Yeah, we don't have to mention the gold at all. Yeah, if we get the if we take the soul and that's what he needed You'll be happy. Okay. I mean, so, right? Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense to me. Let's do it. Okay. So, you get teleported back to your quarters. You stow the gold. Time to head to Daryl? Yeah. Okay. Maybe clean up a bit. I mean, I, I don't think we really, other than the fight with the rogues, we really didn't stress too much. So I don't know no. if we need to clean up. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, you could head straight to Daryl and, and attempt this garden uh, fruit, I guess. We're down some we're down some spell slots and some ability uses, but uh, otherwise, we are mostly fresh. Yeah. yeah, I'm I'm only down like like three spells. No, one spell. We did rest. You did. You did rest. Okay. So you do the stuff. You head back. You go to Daryl. I'm down my fourth level spell. Well, I probably more. It's true. And uh, Daryl, as you walk into his office, he is really happy to see you. He looks. Awful. The weight of of the impending, in his mind, the the very impending demise of his time as the the person in charge here, uh, has has fucked with him. He's a bad penny. He always turns up. That's true. There's no getting rid of Daryl. Not either. Doesn't mean that Daryl wasn't worried about getting replaced. Oh, true. He may have to work for a living. That's his biggest fear. Yeah, yeah. So, you're back in Daryl's quarters. He's super excited to see you guys. He is all giddy. And he says, okay, where's my money? Uh, we did you one better. How'd you do that? We present talent. Talent and skill. Talent and skill? 
I mean, I, my, I, I paid for your talents and skill to get me my money. Or the alternative. Did he pay us? Not yet. No, not yet. Okay. There was the the understanding that you would be getting paid out okay. of the money that the gin gave you for because it wasn't the the whole sixty thousand that he would he said you go get also included the money he was going to pay you to go do this because of course it did uh, right yeah so yeah give him the thing. I present him with the silvery tube. Okay. I believe uh, this is what they were worried they lost. He picks it up. He handles it. He looks at it. He looks at you guys. How'd you get him to give up the soul? I mean, you got I mean, time. You got time for a story. Well, I mean, I, I, I we can I know. tell you, but we don't have time to explain it to you. No, I'm just. I mean, did did Arjun just like yank it back out of that little bastard? Uh, like I said, skill, talent. Uh huh. Yeah, <clears throat> sure. I I heard you the first time. I'm just man. Uh. I, that seems like hardcore. You must have like really done something to, to really, man, that. Not okay. really. So I just, I need to, I need, I need to check and make sure that this is, this is in fact the soul. Sure. Go uh, for it. It is, but go for it. Okay. Uh, uh, player, player question here. It isn't correct. That is correct. It is not. Uh, it is not. Uh, Arjun was up, up soul. Ar Arjun was aware of what a soul should look like. like well, hold on. If, if Arjun satisfied the wish, then through the purpose of uh, th through the use of a wish, it would be. Wish was to fuck over Daryl, I think. Yes, Arjun was very specific that he was not giving you pop pop soul. He was going to give you something that Daryl would believe is pop pop soul. And then when he turned it in, he would get fucked and we'd be under new management. It's kind of left up in the air, but. I mean, I, mean I, I, I like where this is going and it works out perfectly with the direction things head next. So. So. Daryl starts looking it over. He's trying to figure out how in the world you were able to get pop pop soul. Uh, he he looks it over. He's spinning the tube in his hand. He's convinced in his mind this is a soul. Now, Mr. Mr. Warren, I have just a, a simple question for you. Mm. Uh, where's Pop Pop now? He's in the dungeon. He's in the dungeon. Mm -hmm. Okay. I mean, he's still. I would resides, assume sexually you know, harassing someone. Yeah, okay. he's probably yeah, he's probably either conning someone in a in a game of chance or Candyland or okay. you know whatever. Okay. So Daryl walks a prophet over, somewhere. Daryl walks over 
to this this like orb sitting <laughs> in his office and he looks at it and he peers in and he sees that pop pop is still in the dungeon and he's kind of surprised that pop pop is still in the dungeon all things considered uh and he's puzzling over it and i need you to roll me d20 i need what i need you to roll me a d20 i rolled a five a five i rolled a five thank you sir okay Terrell kind of pulls away from the orb and he's looking and he's thinking and he's doing that thing where he's kind of like rubbing his chin because you've had Daryl do that in a couple of strips. Mm -hmm. And he looks at you guys and he was like, I don't know how you did it. I mean, he's still here. He wouldn't be here. I mean, everybody thought that that Pop-Pop was the one that would have would have orchestrated this whole heist to begin with. We just couldn't prove it. But I mean, you're you're not gonna stay where you where you committed a crime. That just seems ridiculous. Clearly, your five has had some sort of impact on Daryl's intelligence in thinking through the situation. A shit roll is Daryl's roll. <laughs> yes, that was Daryl's roll to surmise <laughs> oh whether or not Pop Pop <laughs> would stick around. Oh <laughs> uh, wow! Good job, sir. Yeah. He looks at you guys and he's like, well, I mean, uh, I guess. Uh, from what I know of the Pop-Pop, uh -huh. he is nothing if not overconfident in his own legend. Legend, yes. Yeah. Okay. So, congratulations, team. You have pulled one over on Daryl. Uh, as as it ends, Daryl is calling for some of the guards. <laughs> the guards come in. He hands them the soul, and he tells them it needs to go back into that vault. In vault thirty-eight. Yes. <laughs> Post haste, with all the haste today, not later, not tomorrow. Now. All right. Guards nod, off they go. Does does uh, Pop Pop feel any adverse effects to this uh, even imitation soul? Nope. Fantastic. Uh... I, I I gotta tell you, as Pop Pop, um, uh -huh. if he becomes aware. Of this imitation soul. He's going to want to steal it too. He, he would want it as well. Yeah. Uh, it, 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 it will be irresist unresistible. Okay. So uh, with, with all that said, Carol looks at you and he's like, so I told you I had some cash liquidity problems. Uh, and, you know, I was kind of expecting you guys to come back with gold. I, uh, you know, you know? I, I, is well, you got like a, 
a I, gift card for a couple dungeon levels. This, uh, I mean, our doing this keeps the dungeon open, though, yeah? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, clearly, it, it, they can't... End of the day, it's, end of the day, though, it's in everybody's best interest that the dungeons stay open. Even fodder inks. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, we can call this a good deed. Uh, that just seems like a hollow victory, though. So I tell you what I'm going to do. Uh, he fans out his hand. And in typical Daryl fashion, fucking coupons. Uh, some some <laughs> some coupons appear in his hand. In uh, Jimmy Woo close-up magic fashion. Yes, there Sorry. are. Want Wand a vision? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. There, there are eight total coupons. Okay. I, there, I'm gonna guess they're all variations on half off. Nope. There are four coupons that are uh, half off your next fees for a dungeon. And there are two coupons that are 50% off your next uh, trip into those those things where you can... You know, spend time, but it's the time booths. Yeah, yeah, the time booths. And there are two buy one <laughs> meal get one half at AW3's get <coughs> one meal 50%. Um, yeah. sure. none of these would be a 100% deal. You would always oh, have God. to pay something. Yeah. 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 Okay. Sure. That's why he doesn't do gift cards, it's always coupons. That's right. It's always coupons. And uh, they would all have an ex expiration date. And as the ex the date became closer, there would be an enchantment on the coupon that lowers the 50% to 49, 48, 48. Basically, a countdown. And use it now or, or it's over. That is some funny shit. Yes, it that, is. That's, yes, that's it some is. evil Daryl shit right there. Oh, all right. What else do we and need to do? And he doesn't tell you about it, so it, it might happen. It, you might be saving it, and then you go to use it, and it's only worth 12%. What else do we need to do to wrap this up? That's it. That's it? That's it. Excellent. Um, uh, yeah, everybody, uh, there is a 60 thousand gold to divvy up yeah we're gonna have to, uh, we'll, does, we'll figure, uh, we can figure Efren want a cut uh he looks at you guys and he, i i have no need for your money good deal nope. okay what? so that's twenty thousand gold per i guess save what travels yeah okay hope uh hope this and he kind of makes a circle in the air with his finger, works out for you, and he just kind of shakes his head and starts walking away. Like, hey, if it doesn't, it just sets up the next adventure. Yeah, yeah. Several but adventures down the road. You guys are now uh, super flush with cash. Yeah. And level nine? Yes, yes. At some point, I think uh, a level per adventure may have to be a level per 
two adventures. Uh, that I actually, mean, that that I I had every intention of starting that with mine. If you guys were successful, <laughs> you were not leveling up. I mean, I took care of that in mine by just killing you all. Uh, yes, you you really. That's true. I mean, I mean you probably well, we can wait to Ross, level up till was... after the next one. Uh, we could, no, no, we can level up before the next one. Uh, yeah. uh, if I, if I may, uh, cause I, I know it's a little after where we would normally end. I would like to add a stinger if I might. Uh, okay. Right. <laughs> okay. This is your post credit scene folks. Uh, because it ultimately doesn't matter what characters, uh, anybody decides to play next time. Uh, this still, this still works. Uh, so everybody finishes up with Daryl. Uh, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get a little, a little fuzzy with time and and whatnot. Uh, and by the time everybody makes it back to the dungeon proper, uh, because this adventure did take place outside of the dungeon proper. Uh, once everybody's back in the dungeon proper and back to Asmo W3s, uh, there is a massive commotion, uh, and there are, uh, weirdly, these, like, giant posters and flyers everywhere, uh, and they all, like, no rules necessary here, they are all identical, uh, like, all of the flyers are exactly the same, uh, and the, the massive posters, uh, are, are clearly identical as well, uh, and all, all of them say, let's see if I can do this in one breath. I don't know if I can. Uh, because holy shit, uh, this title has just gotten longer and longer and longer. Uh, the only thing that is on any of these signs or flyers, Asmodendex Halls of Madness, a subsidiary of Fodder Incorporated, in association with the High Breeze Tourism Council, present to you a Horatio Haversham production of the 73rd running of Men's Teeth Adventure Competition and 5K Fun Run, with all proceeds benefiting Goblins Without Borders. And that, my friends, is where we'll pick up next time. That's so awesome. Fuck?